Today's episode of the Chromecast is brought to you by Visor. Does your school district have a Chromebook one-to-one program? Are you struggling to manage your district's IT assets in a spreadsheet? If that's you and you're the one being tasked with managing hundreds of Chromebooks or other IT assets like projectors and smart boards, you'll want to listen to this. Visor is a Chromebook and IT asset management solution designed specifically for school districts. Visor seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system, including PowerSchool. With Visor, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and even automate disabling lost or stolen devices while notifying parents all in one click. To find out more, just do a Google search right now for Visor for Chromebooks. That's V-I-Z-O-R for Chromebooks, or click the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here today by Gabriel Brangers. Hello. And Robbie Payne. These mics make me want to speak real <laughs> slow and I syrupy. Know, right? Everyone's going to call us more so retired country singers. I, know. I don't have it. It's you guys. It's yeah. it's not me at all. No. I, don't, I don't have it. No, you'd be more like a hip-hop or a indie kind of guy I, yeah I for sure and for sure if you spend the morning in mead county and then come back well yeah i mean that's different you know down here's just still, this gotta, ain't my normal you, you know you get some vocal cords down lower yeah, though yeah see I, I just physically i can't even do that even like even if i try what's what's the dude the big mustache guy <laughs> sam elliott yeah sam, sam elliott did he voice one of the the dinosaur yeah and, yeah uh, he's the uh, one with the scar he's the he's, dad he says arlo yeah arlo arlo hey there arlo yeah uh, so we Dang have <laughs> we have some new microphones. So long story, <laughs> story short, <time. laughs> long story short, we'll try to make it quick so we can dive into some news of the week. But for anybody that's maybe interested, if you listened to the Chromecast last week, we have to continue the story. If if you heard last week, you need to know what happened. So last week we got all moved into our new Studio B that we're calling it. This has our podcast setup. This is what's going to allow us to do the video portion of our podcast. We've got our golf simulator in here. Just gives us a little bit more room to spread out. It allowed us to set up a dope B-roll area out in the main office. And we got it all set up and we were all stoked and we were like, wait, wait, what? What's that what's sound? What's that sound? It's real what is that? It was like this little just low frequency, or I'm sorry, I keep saying low, but it's not. It is a high frequency. It's like a mid-high. Mid-high. And we've hit, because we podcasted at Joe's house for a long time. We yeah, podcasted in the front room of this building, the our old office. We've podcasted everywhere and hey, all yeah, over the place. Work from anywhere. Yeah. But we noticed a weird kind of feedback. Yeah, come to find out it is an electromagnetic feedback. Sure, sure has some uh, the the brand sure for anyone who's is wondering there sure s h u r e uh, very well known microphone uh, company manufacturer they even have some information on their website for the mics that we bought right or well, was it a general it thing? it was a general thing uh, where people were asking about uh, dynamic microphones and electromagnetic interference yeah. um, and. It sure made it really clear. Like, if you're using a dynamic microphone, which is using a cardioid pattern, like magnetic type thing in there, 
um, you're always going to run into some of that. Um, yeah. they're, they're just sensitive to that. They're not, uh, if you need to get away from that, you should go with a condenser mic. Uh, and if you're asking yourself, why didn't we just go buy condenser mics? That's because condenser mics are diaphragm based. They're very, very sensitive. So yeah. anytime you see a condenser mic, you see an artist like singing into a condenser mic or you see when they're doing audio, like, you know, their audio like recording yeah, in right. a, or yeah. they're recording an instrument or something like yeah. that. It, they do pick up sound like they're, it's amazing. Every it, single but they pick up everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They um, usually use them in completely soundproof rooms. Yeah. Yes. That's like, the thing. No electrical <laughs> interference. No <laughs> anything. We so, would have to treat this entire room. Yeah. So when you start looking at the, the cost uh, analysis there, like in, in order for us to get this room into a place where we could actually use a condenser microphone, yeah. it would cost us a small fortune yeah. versus, yeah, these mics are expensive, but it wouldn't pay for a small fraction of what it would cost for yeah. us to get this room sound treated. And, so these are the only ones that sure offers where they said they added humbucking uh, stuff inside of here. So similar to what you get on an electric guitar that is that knocks down some of that uh, EMI. And so it's not 100% perfect, uh, but at the levels we're recording at, we can't hear it now. Yeah. Uh, if we cranked it, we cranked everything yeah, up like just to, to the test, max. Yeah. Just to see, and you can still, it's still there. But that's it was, what sure said. Like they made it and like it was in caps. You can't get away from this with a dynamic microphone, but yeah, you can use this uh, SM... 7B. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You can use 7B. an SM7B. That's the only one. They have a, a Beta 58A as well. I used to have that mic. Uh, it was really nice. That has the same humbuckers. Uh, no. It's it has some sort of shielding around, um, around the coil in the. It's it's very light. This with this that. this mic is made for what we're doing yeah. right now. This mic yes. is in studios all over the place. Have you ever seen Joe Rogan? Um, sure has Conan O'Brien on their thing. Yeah. You know, like. There's a ton of people that use this, that came up with this. People realized it's awesome for this exact application because you don't have to have your room perfectly soundproofed and all that kind of stuff. You get this rich, flat, beautiful vocal uh, pickup. I mean, it just in our headphones even, I can just hear the difference. Like there's there's something awesome about. Yeah. I mean, I used to record a little bit, and like recording into a good mic was one thing. Uh, yeah, singing into a good mic was awesome. Awesome, and now it's this. Like yeah. hearing. My voice reproduction real time sounds so fantastic. I, that not, I'm not saying my voice sounds fantastic. I'm just saying that mic reproduction of this is so Brandy, rich and let, nice. Let me tell you, your voice sounds amazing. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it makes me feel good. Hmm. You don't. You, you don't think so, Gabe? You hate his voice. You hate Robbie. No, no, not <laughs> at all. Do you hate him? Do you hate him? You hate him. I'll save that for another episode. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we're just really excited. This uh, is it's kind of been a long time coming. We've been using some microphones that were Cheap. Robbie's that were in his house. One of them was yours, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, one of one, one of the fifth. So one of mine was a cheap ones. one I bought specifically for cheap stuff. It was like a fifty dollar, sixty dollar, the PG fifty eight from Shure. Uh, I did have one nice mic. It was like yeah. two hundred dollar, the yeah. AKG D five. Um, it's it's really awesome. AKG makes um, some good stuff. It's it's awesome. I actually sold my Beta fifty eight and bought that instead because yeah. um, it's. For stage work, it's it's like really high gain before feedback, so you can crank the yeah. gain up and get that rich uh, live sound. But I don't do that stuff anymore, so yeah. no real need to have that. Yeah, these sound just great. Ho hopefully, you'll you'll maybe hear a little bit of the difference. But the main thing is that we're eliminating 
some of the issues we were having and it's going to get us into a, a, a place where we can get some video stuff set up in here and get rolling with that so yeah we're planning for the future yeah and we that's wanna, not just we've, we've talked about that a lot the video stuff it's, like it's, it's not there. just yeah it is yeah. there like yeah, this we're, literally we're kind of sitting almost in the orientation we'll yep. be yep. filming in yep um we've got some extra Ish. hands and we've got yep. it's gonna work yeah. so yeah. We're, i was hoping maybe andrew would pop over <laughs> and we could just have him do a quick guest spot yeah quick hello yeah i thought he was gonna be here yeah <laughs> slacker no he's he's not he is he just said he was available he is not hired yet he has been doing some contracted work with us um everything is lining up that hopefully he will be full-time here soon so we'll see we'll see stay tuned on that but uh but we're excited about getting him on board and being able to have some extra hands to do this stuff you know we can have him producing this show off on the side running the cameras it's just going to make it awesome and we're really excited so stay tuned for that um so there's that that was our that was our our seven minute quick story that yeah. was pretty hopefully, good that's pretty quick yeah and hopefully you hear the difference i yeah. mean i mean yeah part of it like, yes, we hear it this, in our headphones right now this was but. this was to eliminate an issue like yeah. you said but at the same time it's yeah it's one Once of those it, upgrades that we knew eventually we'd yeah. probably make and yeah it's like well that's it's yeah. we'll and, and this is the standard like what we're using right now <laughs> is the standard as you said so so just really yeah i'm i'm so stoked on these sounds so good yeah <laughs> sounds so good uh, in like you know once once everything gets compressed and it gets uploaded and then it gets distributed to you if you're listening to this on you know spotify or whatever there's compression that happens yeah. they make the f- files as small as possible Ye- i hope you'll still be able to hear the difference mm-hmm. i think i think you yeah. will i think you will compare oh, you know compare. we'll be testing it oh yeah we gonna we gonna listen back uh so yeah really excited about these and uh yeah stay tuned on some of the video stuff it is happening and 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 it's happening. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about... It's happening. Let's talk about some Pixel stuff. Because we've, we've been... We've, we've had a segment. Maybe we'll just have a segment from now on. Pixel... What are we going to call pixel it? Pixel point. Pixel <laughs> point. I kind of <laughs> like that. I like, it. I like it being alliteration. But yeah. Pixel... Uh, pixel sesh. <laughs> Let's get a bunch know. of harsh sounding stuff in there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, we need to come up and we gotta have like a new sound. Yeah. And now, yeah, Gabe's got to do it. Gabe was doing. We're heading over to Gabriel Bringers, who is on location in the golf simulator. We we were doing just totally Good Morning Vietnam is all yeah. He does it. We were we were unboxing these earlier and we filmed it for some behind the scenes for our patrons and we new thing in Pixel. You've got now you can change your input audio input on the camera. It's amazing. It works exactly like you would think. Should have been there for Should have been there forever ago. But we plugged our board because our board has all the um, encoder and decoder and everything built into where it's just USB. So you can plug it in directly into the phone. We had the adapter. I was kind of holding it and filming Gabe and Gabe read the manual and it was just give us a little sample. Yeah. Just rich. So <laughs> just rich. Here you go. Give me something there, to read. There. <laughs> whatever article I got pulled yeah, up. Yeah, let's read Chrome Unbox, see what that sounds like. So we're gonna we're gonna make a new new little video segment of this. This is gonna be great. So we've gotta get some furniture. So Yeah. At this point, I don't think any of us are doubting the existence of the Pixel Watch. Sure, for years we all expected Google to get in the wearables game with a Pixel branded watch, and I love this. We're constantly let down. But the leaks and proof of this yet unreleased device are too overwhelming to ignore at this point. Not right now. (laughs) Not during my read. I was like, "Why is your wife calling me?" Oh, it's not my Chromebook. (laughs) 
tell her. I can't. I can't, even, I can't even tell her to <laughs> stop. She keeps. Okay, just keep going without me. I'll be right back. I just unplugged the speaker over there. Yeah. Anyway, so straight into the board and straight out into the headphones, it just sounded yeah, great. And the Pixel, so uh, surprisingly, just did a really great job of capturing that audio. I wish so. it would give you, and this is in Filmic Pro, which I've used for filming on phones before. Filmic Pro gives you your audio levels just yeah. right there on the side. Like That wouldn't be that big of a deal. I don't, I don't know. I guess your average person who is just recording a video of their kids, like that might be overwhelming maybe, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, I, mean, I think of a lot of use cases. Um, I mean, there have been times with that I did some video with my phone, like when the pandemic first hit, we were doing some things, some friends of mine, we were doing videos for remote stuff because we couldn't do in person at our church yeah. or whatever. And at that time, we hadn't purchased a new video camera or whatever. And I was like, it would be really nice because we had a Bluetooth uh, microphone. So, like, he had a lapel mic that was Bluetooth into my phone. Yeah. But I can't see any of that. I know. I just want to be able to see it. Yeah. You know, so. Filmic Pro is nice. I forget what the price point on that is. I bought it a long time ago, so I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, but Filmic Pro is definitely, like, if you want to, hey, look, look what the cat drug in. So we that need was to, my daughter, is he, is he by behind the way. Me? Is he right behind me? He's, he is literally right behind <laughs> so me. My, hey, what, we were just talking about you. <laughs> my daughter needs Hold on, hold on. Let me, you all talk amongst yourselves. She couldn't find the soy sauce. No. Oh. She, uh, she was at, <laughs> there at the store, and she, I guess, my guess is my wife did not want her to buy these particular pair of shoes or something. I don't oh, know. okay. And so that was her blowing me up because she wanted to know if I, it was okay for her to get these shoes. One after your wife said no, that's a teenager for you. She was not interested. I was like, hey, future, if I don't answer after a couple of times, you got to stop. Wow. Especially with duo calls. Like, you can call my phone, but with duo calls, like, the whole office is lighting. It was like, woof. From freaking, So, like, uh, mom already said no? I don't know. Okay. I, I, I didn't that, even ask. I was like, like, I don't care. Because in our out. home, it is the polar opposite. Like, we will go to the store and... They'll be like, well, mom's mom, you know, we tried to get this. Mom said she wasn't buying it. And, I, and I'm just like, oh, we'll buy it. I don't care. You know, whatever. But like, if mom says no to one of them, it's no. And if I come home with it, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so, and it's like, whatever. Should be able so, to just Hey, welcome back, Joe. So you're Joe not gonna, are we going to be gonna okay have... with the, the electronic interference uh, we're stuff? We're about ready to see. I tried to angle him into the corner over here. Maybe well, I was going to say, yeah, angle him that way. I think yeah. we'll be okay. So yeah, sorry about all the disruption. It's been a while since that we had a fourth fault. in person. This is cool. This is this is just a whole thing. He's we're not. Just, gonna, you can't hear yourself. Whatever. Yeah, just hold the mic up close. It'll be okay. All right, let's see. So, Give us a quick test. Hello, hello. This is my first test on a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I think you're good. So you can generate. Hold the mic. Like yeah. Get it. Get okay. it. There is this go. better? Oh, there, we go. there we go. And no feedback. So yeah, I think as long nice. as it's just angled yeah. over. It's all about angles. So know? everyone, everyone on the introductions, Chrome, please. The Chrome, yes, Sorry, everyone, guys. everyone listening to the Chromecast right now would like to introduce to you Andrew Johnson. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'll edit it in. Yeah, we need. Yeah, I'm going to edit in. What do you want to be your intro song? It's oh, well, man. it's got to be licensed. Oh, how how much of a clip can you use? Ten seconds, I think. No, we're just gonna do the broken glass, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. like <laughs> what was the Jimmy Fallon uh, DJ, the radio show skits that he always did? Uh, oh, you crap. know what I'm talking about. We need that. We yeah. need the little soundboards and all that stuff. So, <laughs> so, so, give me a soundboard. So we 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 told everyone that uh, 
that you were doing some contracted work that that you were that we're hoping to get everything lined out here soon so you can be uh, helping out a little bit more full time. Um, but yeah, you you come to us of uh, uh, as a local guy. Yes, here yeah. in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Yeah, born and raised. Wild, right? That's why I sound so southern. Well, these guys have. Mm. We were, we talked about that earlier. We got the you know we got the new mics rolling here, and they're they're just like, like they've it. got this nice richness to them, and especially Gabe. Gabe sounds like a. We're gonna we're gonna do a new yeah. series on Patreon. He's Gabe just reading stuff. I'm just gonna read, <laughs> but it's gonna be like random stuff. It's gonna be like the the you know the instructions to building like I, some IKEA instructions. <laughs> Ooh, that would sounds be awesome. I like that because IKEA instructions are all illustrated. Right. So being told what to do, I could totally do that. You're just gonna. <laughs> this could be our new ASMR channel. It's gonna be awesome. It. It's be just like, Gabe reading instructions. Okay. Here's a picture. We're going to talk about Robbie changing the RAM in this Chrome base. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we had someone one point in time a video or some videos we'd done a while back that said, why does everyone from Chrome Unbox sound like a retired Nashville country singer? And so then yes. we found a photo of <laughs> Robbie in a video where he was doing something like this with his arms. I don't even and, know what he was doing. And, it was in the middle. You you had paused to edit. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and, you know, I just got him in some clip, and I screenshotted it, and I had it on my computer for a long time, and then somebody said that, and then we had Conrad Curry. Shout out to Conrad. Uh, he was the founder or co-founder of the, the company that we all used to work for, and um, <laughs> just a wild wild person uh he beth his 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 uh his business partner used to say he was occasionally appropriate he is the which he is, is the poster <laughs> child for political correctness yeah. or, i mean incorrectness, incorrectness. Yeah, I was say, yes yes and, uh but he used to do these really funny photoshop jobs of just like ridiculous photoshops but like some of them were actually pretty good he photoshopped a corvette in this photo that we used for krda <laughs> like he just did all kinds of stuff. so i sent him the photo and told him to edit a banjo <laughs> we need to make that an nft <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's that, what we that's, need to do. That will be our first oh, yeah. The NFT. Robbie Banjo. Like, absolutely. Robbie Banjo. But Robbie he has banjo. a red curtain behind him, so it looks like he's standing on the stage of the Muppet Show <laughs> playing a banjo. It's going to be yeah. great. It, that'll be a charity. We'll do a charity right. fundraiser that's with right. an NFT of, of Banjo Robbie. Of Banjo Robbie. It'll be yes. great. I like yeah, that. I love it. Board apes will be jealous. But, awesome. Andrew, you... Um, so, so you've you've done video work. You've done some yes. photography work. Obviously, that's how we're going to be leveraging you, but you've worked in... Uh, You've worked in like the cell phone world for a while. Tell yeah. like tell just tell everyone a little bit about that. Sure, yeah, I, I've done stuff in cell phones for the last seventeen years, um, and the last six of them have been basically testing all the new software and hardware that come into um, into the uh, the cell phone provider. Yeah, um, and I'll work with all those manufacturers, testing them how they you know how they work on our on that network and kind of get that sneak peek of all the the beta software all that before yeah. it comes out nice. so he's a techie guy yeah, that's what's cool. absolutely uh we're, we're getting them all in we're getting them all coached up on chromebooks he's gonna be a he's gonna be a chromebook pro before before too long yeah. but uh but yeah a little bit of the tech background he's like he's like i don't even care about chromebooks so i'm just, oh, I'm no, just gonna great. do photo videos <laughs> yeah there it is look at that beauty no right after i started talking to you guys <laughs> about this my dad had one and he came to me asking all the questions. And I was like, hold on, let me reach out to the guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. It's like, you know, all of all of us, I think Michael Perigo, our staff writer, would probably be categorized as the same. We're all just the techie kind of guys in the family or in your friend group that always, you know, mm -hmm. you're always the yep. one that when something needs, when 
you know, your grandma needs a DVD player hooked up. She well, calls yeah, you. Yeah, you know? funny. Because Always been family tech Yeah, support. we had this conversation the other day with some friends of mine because we talk about ecosystems and stuff. And uh, a friend of mine, she she did photography on the side with uh, with Ashley, actually. Yeah. So she she was kind of like her backup photographer. And now she's doing that kind of that same thing for a smaller PR company that focuses mostly on marketing for schools. Well, she's having to learn the Google world because she lives in Apple world. And now her boss, who is who is an ex, uh, she did kind of like what John Sowash does. She's a Google mm-hmm. Classroom guru, guru yeah. and all that. She's roped her into all of this Google stuff, and she's having to learn it all. And she's like, <laughs> I have no idea what she's talking about when she's talking to me. And I'm like... I get that because as techie as I feel like I am, people approach me about Apple stuff and I'm like, I don't know because I don't live in that world. Right. I don't know. You know, All the I got a call to set up two iMacs the other day and I'm like, I can turn them on and power them up. That's <laughs> Go from all. there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thankfully figure that was really all that needed to be done. But I'm like, I don't know the first thing about, I can figure it out. I think that's the difference between people like us and people who aren't, aren't quite like us. Yeah we'll f- we'll find a figure way figure it out because that's, yeah. that, that's how we've done most of the things we do in our life a friend of mine had his phone uh tinks was locked out of his phone and could not get in his iphone yeah. and brought it here dropped it off it took me about four hours of figuring just this stuff out googling things and got and, it but some people just don't have the mindset or the desire to do that yeah well and you gotta think too fine. like when you have an underpinning of some understanding of how things are supposed to work right so i think about um the early days when I started doing like a little bit of web design, like I didn't understand honestly how servers and you know DNS and all those pieces worked, and so there was always a little bit of fear. Yeah, that just oh yeah, sits there. Sure. You're just like, if I do that and I break this, I don't know what it what that even means. Like, I don't <laughs> and that even holds know what back so result. many people from tech. absolutely. So you're you're trying to you're scared to do anything because yeah, yeah, you don't have the underlying yeah. knowledge. Now it's like, yeah, I broke that. <laughs> I just kind of. You know, in general, Figure I know how this that. works. Yeah. So we, we got to find the lump wherever yeah. it is somewhere, you know, along the way. We'll, yeah. we'll get it. But the, but the, but the kind of like the tech background is, is, uh, the tech background and the propensity to just kind of figure things out. Um, we've talked about this on, on this podcast before is, is a lot of, what got us where we are. We just kind of figure it out. We were setting up the video stuff, trying to do a test yesterday of the video stuff. And, I was like, all right, all right, Andrew, this is your this is your first lesson in just figuring it out. There might have been one other word in there <laughs> that, one I, other that word. I'm not going to say. Yeah. But um, you just got to figure it out. And like, yeah, and like, especially being in kind of the, the testing, like support side, you know, you're not going to be doing phone testing with us, but it's the, the yet. knowledge and the, <laughs> yet, <I> mean, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> that's right. They're, uh. Oh, that's uh, the the pixel session with Andrew. Yeah, there I couldn't find a good word. We I don't. Was, we're trying really to come up with like a segment we can do on the show talking like about all the new pixel stuff because like we've we're we're going to talk about the the folding. Have you heard, have you oh, heard yes. of the new the folding pixel? Yes. So the Notepad. <sighs> notepad. What do you think of that name? <laughs> that's that's a rough name because it's likely it not going to come with a stylus, right? Because it took Samsung three years to even get a stylus working with the fold. Yeah, and it doesn't even come with it, and. So you expect me to believe that this? I don't. I, I don't believe it's going to come with. Pen hey, support. it's Google. They do whatever they want. They from the yeah, from the do. carrier side, like obviously the 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 carrier side of things, the 
um, service that you're getting to the phone is is whatever. But did you get to mess around with any of like the new phones as they were coming out? Where did you have them at the office and were you all testing on all the different devices? Yeah. Now that I'm not in that area, um, I can confirm we would get them months before. Oh, nice. um, aside from Apple, Apple would never yeah would never give us stuff early. They but would never. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it took a lot just to get a a charger from Apple. Oh my uh, gosh, of course. But all the other ones we got to play for quite a bit before even announced. So it's pretty awesome. cool. That's cool. Yeah. The the pixel something with Andrew. <laughs> we're we're going to have him we're going to have Pontification. him We're going to have him on the <laughs> we're going to have him on the earliest of the earliest betas finding every new cool thing on Pixel. Yeah. Nice. In I addition like to doing all your <laughs> video and photo stuff. We'll probably focus on video first. Yeah. That's, that's probably yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh but yeah, so this this new note pad is got a price that is interesting though rumored. you heard this price rumor price that's rumor. we always got to throw that out there caveat rumor in, in, in the event that uh, for some reason you've never seen a galaxy z fold or known about the pricing on it it's worth noting like putting this out there first because if i tell you the rumored price and you've never you're heard like, this, oh you're my like, gosh you're talking that's you're saying that's affordable you're an idiot but yeah. The Z Fold, I think the first one that came out was 2200 uh, yes. And then it got down to 2000 And then the Z Fold 3 debuted at $1,800. Um, and so they they've steadily brought the, the price down. The Pixel Notepad is rumored to start at $1,399. Right. So Which, for reference, $400 yeah, for, you know, for, for reference, the maxed out iPhone Max was what, eighteen. 16, 18? 18? I think it's 18. If you get everything with a terabyte, right. it's 18. So same th- it's probably the same So thing don't look at $1,400 and be like, oh my gosh, for a foldable? Gosh. That's a, I mean, my Pro's a year old and it was $900. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. How, how many of our standard flagship phones are a thousand bucks? Are a thousand bucks. That's right. just like, kind of the bar. Thanks, yeah. you're getting thanks some, Apple. Yeah, you're getting, yeah, exactly. Thanks Apple for, did that. Thanks for doing that for us. Uh, uh, but but it's like you're getting a new innovative tech. You're getting yeah. you're getting some a brand new form, fact, form factor for Pixel. And it could only be, you know, what, $400 more than yeah. going and getting a 6 Pro? Uh, $500. $500 yeah, more because it's $899. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of a step up, obviously. And it's it's one of those things. I'm, I'm sure they're still attempting to price it in a way that it's aggressive enough to shake things up, but not so aggressive that a bunch of people go buy it. Like, I don't think they're going to have a bunch of these. <laughs> I, no. I, they might sell a few thousand, I would bet. Yeah. Um, this is this is going to be, I think, similar to when they launched the first Pixel. It's like they want to get their toe in and start into that thing and begin the process of figuring out how to make a better one. So, yep. like, if you go to buy this thing, I, I'm talking to my future self. If you go to buy this thing, <laughs> when when I go to buy this thing, <laughs> write that down. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if and you then go when he goes thing, to return it, yeah. <laughs> You've got to expect oh, that cuts, that cuts deep. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> um, he did have the he had the Z Fold three for. I had it for the entirety of my review, the return period. I returned oh, wow. it like one day say, before. I was gonna say thirty days. Do you um, have thirty I, days? No, I no, really no. thought he was gonna keep it. I really, really did. did. I really did consider keeping it. Um, and honestly, if it was more the form factor of the Oppo Find N, so have yeah. you seen that thing? I don't think so. So it's it's you know Oppo overseas in China, yeah. but. They they released this and this is what the the Pixel Notepad is going to be. Um, the size of it when closed is almost identical to like a Pixel 4a. So a very small okay. smartphone, yeah. but a normal aspect ratio. Not the little not Snickers a, bar, right. yeah, not a super tall thing display. 
And then when you open it up, it actually is slightly landscape versus the Z Fold. You open it up, it's slightly but portrait. They're pretty square, close. Yeah. They're pretty both pretty close to square. But if it goes to to portrait, you get all the the tablet mode apps when you open it up. They nice. it triggers them to go tablet mode. So the most of the people that have reviewed the Oppo Find N have found that like the form factor when closed is like using a, more like using a regular cell phone. When it's open, it triggers tablet apps like you want. Like it's the better way to go nice. with this thing. And because it's wider, it has a wider hinge and so the crease is way less dramatic. Like it it's a better folding phone from what I can tell than the Z Fold three. Yeah. The the Pixel Notepad looks basically like it's gonna be that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's a huge thing, and because that, that was what turned me off. I, I use the outer display way more than I expected to for a folding just phone. Like for the regular checking your phone yes. stuff, you <laughs> Pick know. Pick it out. Uh, you know, I'm going to respond, and yeah. I'm like I'm using this all the time, and this screen to use all the time is not. This is not a form factor. That's why you don't see smartphones that are super <laughs> right. skinny. Right. Like, yeah. It's just annoying. The keyboard is kind of crunchy. And yeah, I think I I do. I I think that this will be a loss leader for Google. I mean, not that they won't make anything. Yeah. Off, they're not going to make any money off of it, let's be honest. But up until now, it's been Samsung. And Samsung is an innovator, but Samsung is Samsung. They are the 800-pound yeah. gorilla. They have all the money. They have all the marketing. They make their own chips. No one's looking at Samsung as a developer and saying, oh, we're going to follow in their footsteps because there's no third iteration. They still don't have it perfect, and it's no. still pricey. I think this is a flag from Google to say, hey, all you other smartphone manufacturers, here's here's, here's better, what we need to maybe do. Maybe a different way to think about this. You know, <laughs> and what would be awesome, because rumor has it, OnePlus is going to get back into the affordable flagship arena, back like the back seven and prior to that. Yeah. Flagship killers. Awesome. See like a $900 foldable come out from OnePlus that has like it'll, it'll happen a lot of the yeah. great stuff. I mean, I would love to see a OnePlus foldable. I think it'd be awesome. Uh, now, the one thing to note with the, <clears throat> the, the notebook is... Um, notepad. It will or notepad. Gosh, it's such a it's such a good name. It's I don't real know how. catchy. It's so good. It's so good. I just remember it every time. Oh, it man. only comes in yellow with like the the lines across the dude. Yeah. That's that a, would that's be a, awesome. We, we we talked last week on the show about partner <laughs> with, the, with Stadler, okay. which yeah. makes a Make pencil, a stylus that looks like a pencil, and then get a cover or get a case for it that looks like a like a composition notebook. Yeah, black and white. Yeah, I'd really I'd rather it be called the spiral notebook. Yes, this could be the the, the return of the trapper keeper <laughs> there you go. trapper keeper now cases for your phone yes. this would be great <laughs> let's call uh, it the pixel, pixel keeper <laughs> pixel keeper pixel keeper that's way better than the pixel notepad <laughs> yeah. so uh, n- stupid naming aside uh the the uh, crap! I forgot where I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. <I don't> know. <laughs> what was I? We were talking about, about uh, uh, OnePlus pricing, Google. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to remember though, like there are some things. The rumors are showing pretty clear. Uh, it's going to have like the I think the Pixel Five A camera setup. Yeah. Um, which you say that, but the Pixel Five A one MKBHD's blind camera. Test. Right. So. Yeah. Not a bad camera. That's true. To me, that's not a big deal and at all. let's say first iteration, it has that camera. Kudos, because we've seen other foldables that have cameras that are absolute garbage. Hot garbage. Hello, and are not Google is now ever, Yeah, and now Google is advertising for positions for a team that will do nothing but work on cameras yeah. for the Tensor SoC. Yeah. So yeah. even if it's not the best Pixel camera ever, it's, it's going to be really camera. good, and it's going to just get better and better. Uh, yeah. But it w- should have Tensor, um, so yeah. you're not going to see it like any kind of drop off in performance from what you get in the Pixel Six and Six Pro, which is awesome. You know, yeah, degraded camera a little bit, uh, 
But other than that, like what else is there to, what corners are there for them to cut really when it comes down to it? Uh, yeah. You know, hopefully they don't, you know, scrimp on the, the displays. Like they, the, yeah. they're, they're supposed to be pulling Samsung's displays, um, LTPO, I think as well, right? What's the, yeah. What's the uh, biometrics on the fold? It's on in the power button on the side. Okay. You just touch it with your thumb. Gotcha. See, Please I prefer leave that, that in place. I prefer so that. That's so good. Hey, add I that to regular. Right. I mean, uh, this is fine, but... Add I, that to I mean, all phones. Like, yeah. if, if the fingerprint scanner can be that small to fit on the side of the phone, be done with it. That's it. That's all we need. We don't need it around the back. We don't need things under the screens that are slow and weird. Mm -hmm. Just touch the side of the phone, and it's instant. Yeah. Like, doop, touch yep. it. Done. I just... I, I don't see any reason to do anything else. I even point, love on the on the slate, the little indention yes. on the slate. How they did how, that? That's how it was yeah. with the the Z Fold. Yeah. So the power button's actually an indention, right? Um, so you can set it to where as soon as you touch it, it just unlocks. Or if you have to click the power button and then touch it. Oh, okay. So I had yeah. to set it to that because every time I'd grab it, you would the power yeah. button was so far down right, the side, right, right. I'd, I'd grab yeah. it and it would unlock, and that was a little awkward. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, yes, fourteen hundred dollars is a lot, but as Gabe said, you know, you're paying for the opportunity to use a device that's in a different area of, of yeah. tech. You know, you're paying yeah. for all the work they're going to have to put in the hinge and that specialized screen and that specialized folding glass that, again, is rumored they're using Samsung folding glass for this. So, like, those things are not cheap or easy. Like, just watch any of Samsung's <laughs> presentations where they talk about just the hinge. Yeah. Just the hinge that yeah. goes in these things. It's insane. And so, I mean, it, but it's going to become more and more commonplace over time. So all those prices will slowly come down. You know, hopefully Google is basically just saying, hey, we want to put this out there. We need a flagship for 12L, Android 12L, that is made for this kind of thing. And we just want to show other manufacturers you can make this on a little bit smaller of a budget. Right. And it doesn't have to have every bell and whistle that a flagship phone does. It just needs to be really good at being a small phone and a decent sized tablet and yeah like if it does all those things i'm in yeah i'm in so like some of the the you know the hang up with the the fold for you was just was it mainly just it that mainly front the screen that front I, screen? I even was getting over samsung's ridiculous right. software well yeah now you're just going to get the awesome pixel experience yeah. right don't have to worry about so that either don't have to worry about that and, and samsung stuff is getting better over time um they they hadn't pushed uh android 12 out to it um in time before I returned it. Oh, okay. it. I think it came out like a week after or something. So apparently 12 even takes their one UI down another notch, getting it closer to, you can't even say stock Android anymore, yeah. but you know, closer to what we get from something like Google's version of Android. Yeah. Uh, totally. At this point. And so, you know, it's, that isn't even really the problem anymore. It was literally, it was that other <laughs> screen. Yeah. Like the super skinny screen. I just, <sighs> I realized that you have to, you have to end up using it a lot more than you expect. And so because of that, it's like, well, crap, if I'm going to be doing this, then I need it one with a screen on the outside that's better. Yeah. I even got used to the thickness of the phone and stuff yeah. like that was fine. Well, um, and, and you know, once you, uh, once you have a pixel watch in the future, you can get all your basic notifications there. Right. And then you, you won't, oh, it yeah, won't matter. Right, right, right. Exactly. Okay. Well, before we get to that, we'll take a break before we get there. One last thing. Well, a couple last things with Andrews. We're going to, well, Andrews. Andrews. Hey, it's just hey, one of them. Yo, hey, Andrews. Hey, Andrews. Hey, Jimmy's John's. Hey, Jimmy's John's. Hey, Andrews. Andrews, what you think over there? Andrews, what you think? We'll do a, we'll do a quick get to know get to know you with, with Andrew. What was your first phone? It was the it was an LG flip phone, the first color one on Sprint. I can't remember nice. the number off the top of my head. Uh, I just first, got really old. first smartphone. <laughs> 
It was the uh, UT Starcom 6700. Okay. okay. I don't even know what that is. Don't even know what that is. It slides up to get the full QWERTY keyboard. has a big old bump for the antenna. Um, and it was so slow. It's on that uh, that museum, the oh, Museum. Sure yeah. Yeah. Mine was the uh, Palm Centro. Nice. nice. Do you remember your first like legit photography or videography camera? Yeah, it was the uh, Canon EOS RP. Nice. Yeah. Robbie Payne edition. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. Okay, what is your what's your go to uh, what's your go to setup for taking photos these days? If I'm doing photos, I want the EOS R5 with the uh, 85 millimeter. Uh, the one I have right now is the F2. So That's, crispy. I love it. So crispy. Um, bleep, bleep, bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is this is the this is the photo this is video how, department. This is how Joe right. normally right. feels right. on the podcast. I know, right? <laughs> Me and Andrew are just going to nerd your go out to, here. What's your go-to coffee drink? Ooh, you, good one. If you're oh. at a great coffee shop. It's going to be, it's going to have to be a, like just a vanilla latte, sugar-free. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, sports teams, uh, NFL team? Packers. All right. Womp womp. You a baseball fan? MLB yeah, St. Team? Louis Cardinals. Okay. What? What are you looking at? Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought you were looking fan. at me. I'm like, why are you looking at me like <laughs> I was, that? I He's the just, one answering. I thought you were just bringing this up to, to <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, hey, thanks yes, for letting I am us have your, uh, I am doing offensive that, but I also wanted to get to know oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, College? College teams? University supporting? of Kentucky. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. See, there you go. You all can, <laughs> you all can bond on that. Are you into... Into uh, let's okay, let's go uh, like movies, like favorite kinds of movies or favorite director or anything like that. Uh, Edgar Wright is my favorite director. Uh, anything by him or Wes Anderson. So for uh, people that people that don't know those names, what's their like top films that Scott Pilgrim might? versus the World is yeah. Edgar Wright's, and so then uh, Royal Tenenbaums is my favorite Wes Anderson film. Yeah, Royal Tenenbaums is great. What's the one with like the kids at the camp? Um, that is Moonrise Kingdom. That one was pretty good with Ed Norton. Yeah, yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, are you into cars or anything like I that? Am, yeah, okay. anything, any Japanese sports car is is my style. DC or Marvel? Marvel, okay. Marvel for the movies. Ah. DC for like the comics and the shows. Okay, yep. yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, like, Marvel's coming along though on the shows. Well, oh, thanks but to as far Disney's as, coming uh, along yes. with the shows. Anything yeah. on television or movies is Marvel. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't grow up reading any of them. I was a Batman guy. Right. Yeah. So, all right, but uh, I honestly don't like DC other than Batman, so I probably can't even say I'm a DC guy. I'm just thinking of all the stuff that that Andrew and I have already nerded out on. So last one, um, favorite n- favorite shoe you've picked up recently? The uh, so it's the Hyper Crimson Jordan One uh, that Tom Holland wa- wore in the most recent Spider Man. He wore them in the other day, and it was snowing, and I was like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wear your shoes. This dude's a boss. He's you just like he's just wearing them. It's, okay. it's, it's, they're made for man. Yeah. Do it. I, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Anything else? You guys got anything? It's like bus with bourbon. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you get good bourbon, you drink it. That's right. You know, That's you, right. You don't get that bourbon to look at it. Heck no. That's right. All right, cool. Well, awesome. hey, man, thanks for, th- yeah, I, he was just coming in to work on another well, yeah, project. He was, <laughs> chill, he was chilling in there working, and, you know, my daughter blew up. You can't was, walk was, in here. Yeah. It was ringing in there, yeah, too. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, and so, like, it, it was blowing up everywhere, and so I'm like, I've got to go figure out this and i walk out there and then there's andrew i'm like well you're gonna hear me yell at my daughter so i'm sorry (laughs) welcome yeah (laughs) but uh yeah so we'll we'll probably have andrew on in some future episodes but uh but yeah thanks for For joining us for a second all right folks we're gonna take a quick break for an ad and we will be right back this podcast is brought to you by nord vpn 
We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Today's episode of the Chromecast is brought to you by Visor. Does your school district have a Chromebook one-to-one program? Are you struggling to manage your district's IT assets in a spreadsheet? If that's you and you're the one being tasked with managing hundreds of Chromebooks or other IT assets like projectors and smartboards, you'll want to listen to this. Visor is a Chromebook and IT asset management solution designed specifically for school districts. Visor seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system, including PowerSchool. With Visor, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and even automate disabling lost or stolen devices while notifying parents all in one click. To find out more, just do a Google search right now for Visor for Chromebooks. That's V-I-Z-O-R for Chromebooks, or click the link in the show notes. Alrighty. Welcome back, everyone. So, yeah, let's let's pick up where we left off before we did Andrew's introductions. Andrew intros. Andrew's. <laughs> Andrew's intros. Uh, Pixel Watch now has some rumors fake floating date. around. Fake news. Uh, which would line up with I.O. Yeah. Which Ish. would which would kind of make sense. If 26 weird, is though, the uh, availability date, maybe. They right. could announce it at I.O. Like yeah. officially announce I.O. is first week of May. It'd right? just be oh, weird to see. Is yeah, it mid-May? It'd be weird to see them launch a bunch of hardware, let alone, I mean, they, they've never really announced Google, announced, Google Home. Yeah, and I mean, they've uh, announced headphones. a Pixel 4a. Yeah, was done it. Weren't one of the headphones a. was the first uh, or the no. A series headphones? I maybe I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Yeah, They've done some weird. hardware, the not, only, a, not but a bunch. it always coincides with some software. And so, right, right. right. For instance, the I don't know that the Pixel Notepad is going to be unveiled at I/O. I feel like it's going to come out earlier than that. But that's the thing. I think it's it, going to be around that time. I don't think it's going to be tied directly to I/O because I/O is still at the end of the day. I/O is a developer conference. I just yeah, think unless unless I, they're doing some crazy Wear OS update. Right. Yeah. I think Google will if they continue on this path. They will eventually get to a a, a two a year kind of yeah. hardware release cycle. So because yeah. a- Apple does a couple pieces of hardware at their WWDC <clears throat> each year, don't they? They always there's yeah. something, but they have. They've gotten to the point where they got they've like done four the, the yeah last year they did the updated MacBooks and stuff. I think we're World World Developer. developer what would David Copperfield do? Yes. Why? <laughs> why would David Copperfield? Uh, perfect. Why would in they, general? I mean, why would he not? Why would he? Perfect. I I love so everything. I love, is, why would he? Why would he? Oh, uh, mind freak. Oh wait, that's Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jeez I mean lady. it's just a, you know twenty sixth. I, I, again, yeah, I don't I don't know that there's any particular correlation with I O for mm-hmm. sure, but it could be. It could be an announcement, and the the rumored date is not necessarily like that's the day they're going to announce it. No. That could be an availability date. Yeah. So like last year, I think I O was on the eighteenth or something, so that would line up pretty cleanly. What's the for, date? May they don't have it yet. Oh, okay. no date yet, but. Somewhere in the second week, uh, second to third week uh, of May, generally speaking. So that would, you know, if you usually they announce stuff and 10 to 14 days later, it becomes available. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that, that could be cool. And they've had other smaller hardware, Not you don't want to call them events, but like little virtual things that they've done. They've done yeah. stuff for NES, whatever. It would be nothing for them to date. Hey, Google's doing a, a hardware thing on this day, whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that, and that kind of leads back to the whole, the Pixel Notepad thing. Like, I don't, I don't really know when the release date would be for it, but I still hold, I read an article that I wrote back when 12L was first announced. And I'm like, it would make a whole lot of sense for 12L to come out with that device. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Because it, it feels like that's kind of exactly what's happening. Like that makes a lot of sense. They usually unveil Android and then unveil a Pixel to go so with wasn't it. Wasn't 12? Kind of yeah, thing. 12 was uh, same time as the Pixel, right? Or yeah, really I think, close. Yeah, I think September-ish is yeah. when usually they, they announce them fully like available <laughs> AOSP like end of August, early September usually. And then you know a few weeks later it starts actually rolling out to older pixels and then you get the flagship that that comes to kind of bring it in um and so for 12l specifically because of the stuff in it is so um not useful for regular phones like there's not a whole lot in 12l that even makes a lot of sense for a standard android phone i mean it's not that it's not gonna work but the the, it doesn't bring anything extra to the party yeah it's just it's just there so um, you know, for them to have a an in-house device, uh, and then obviously 12L is going to be big for Chromebooks too. But I, I, I'd, what, man, I'd what love to this, see 12L roll out quickly. Yeah, what for does Chromebooks. this do for the 6A though? I mean, there's no doubt that there's a 6A in the coming or whatever. I mean, just the other day, see, they, I could see the 6A being shown off or or at least officially announced. Like, a, well, I mean, technically they teased it in that color. Yeah, that color. And that's my question: is how does that line up? Because do they want to? Does it want to get announced with the watch and the the foldable? Is it like, hey, here's the six A. Oh, we also have the foldable coming in, you know, late twenty twenty two, and the watch will be here whenever. Or is it all announced at the same time? Or mm-hmm. does the foldable detract from the six A because we know the what was the big A series, the four A or the three A? What was the really really the three A was probably the most prominently selling one right like that one released in that was a may time frame i want to say it was an it was IO an thing. io and that so we expected at last year at io that they would do that with the 4a and it got pushed till right. um uh, till august but then the 5a or, when the 6a came that out. was two years ago and then the 5a yeah they they held we thought it was going to be at io and they just held on to it until august yeah so um so sure i i personally think they need to move back to a may release cycle for the a series phones because it, it should be about a six month Right, because it, it it's super awkward, I think, for mid to late August for you to put out a an affordable version of the phone that was released nearly a year prior, yeah, and then turn around and cannibalize it with they, that's what they did this year. They yeah, it was announced really the weird. six and stuff, and then the five A came out and was like, uh, yeah, here's this, yeah, and then uh, you know, let's talk about the six again. It's it was too close. Yeah, um, a six month gap is like perfection right which now that hopefully they've made the shift completely to tensor and they don't use like low-end qualcomm chips for their lesser phones if they use tensor for everything it's going to be a lot easier to do that because there won't be any worry about is the pricing right are they too close in price because the qualcomm chips even though it may be less powerful than tensor it's inherently going to be more expensive because they're having to pay for it from from qualcomm so this would make it really easy for them to do a TikTok every year and keep oh, things so. just balanced really well. Yeah, and so. I, you know, I, th- I think the Pixel Fold gets announced with or apart from the four A or six A, right? Because it's just a different, like it's in a different 
thing. Like it's a whole different device. Right. It's in a completely different price category. It's a different form factor. Like I don't think it has any. Because Samsung, they just do their fold event, right? And it's or did, <laughs> well, did it get announced by itself? Uh, the th- the yes. fold and the flip were all their own yes, thing. Because it's an August thing. Because yeah. they, they, it kind of took the place of the, yeah. In August, they used to do the Note events. Right. They would do an unpack to to pull off the Note. And the note uh, is is apparently gone. So I saw they'll this. do they'll do the spring unpacked for yeah. Galaxy S stuff, and they'll yeah. do a, a fall unpacked for that, and they'll do a couple here yeah. and there between. What's you know. the What's the date on the unpacked event? I saw some social or some uh, creator yeah. people selling a. Or I think they're going even earlier this year, aren't they? Yeah, I'm it's not like sure. February. They posted a couple things I had seen. Yeah, I couldn't the, remember the date because the the big deal this year is that the Ultra will have the S Pen, yeah. like full blown. Galaxy Note S Pen, which kind of final nail in the coffin of the of the Note. And honestly, that's been a long time coming. I think yeah. like the Some, minute they announced the Ultra, I was like, "Why won't you just put an S Pen in that and yeah. get rid of the Note? Like, what's the yeah. point of this?" Yeah, it's like, gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was too just too many phones. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, so there you have it. There's some there's some Pixel news. There's some. <laughs> Gabe's, Gabe's mad and just throwing his phone around. He wants a new phone. He wants a fold. I have two phones sitting on my desk. He wants a <laughs> he wants a fold, so he's just gonna destroy this this OnePlus. I like my OnePlus. Um, let's talk about a little. Uh, let's talk about some Chrome OS news now. So, Gabe, you wrote an article about um, some cool things coming to Chrome OS in the keyboard department. Yeah, I like these kind of articles because it's it's one of those where I kind of put off writing it. Um, the news came out two or three days ago. Uh, Nine to five Google, Kyle Bradshaw uncovered this in the repository. And I, when I first started writing, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a big deal. And I want to write this and make sure I, you know, dot my I's and cross my T's and do all my research and everything. But the more I wrote it, the more excited I got about it. Yeah. Because uh, reading, I think Gizmodo had uh, written in their article about it. Because everyone, I saw Screen Rant wrote, had posted this <laughs> now. Everyone is covering this. So it's obviously an even bigger deal than I expected. But Gizmodo had said, uh, they s- manufacturers simply do not make RGB keyboards unless they're for gaming. They just don't. Not laptop. No, no. You cannot go. You can't buy a la- a, a, get a laptop with a built-in RGB keyboard that's not made for gaming. They just gaming laptops and RGB cor- keyboards yeah, go just, together. Yeah. So that was the news. Uh, Kyle uncovered not one but two devices that are currently in the works. Robbie had unearthed these devices a while back. They added support for RGB keyboards, and then there's a third keyboard uh, called Ripple, which is uh, just a standalone keyboard. Could very well become the baseboard for RGB detachable keyboards, or it could just be the code for. Uh, for them to uh, allow third-party manufacturers like Logitech or Aki or whatever to make Chrome OS. Because right now, a Chrome, uh, an RGB keyboard will work when you plug it into a Chromebook. Oh, yeah, they work fine. It just, you, the only controls you have or whatever controls are actually on the keyboard itself. When you hook an RGB core, keyboard up to a Windows laptop, you can get like software and stuff right. to where you can control it. Because the whole point is gamers want to customize their keys because it makes it easier to find your keys when you're playing games and you, you just, you kind of learn where the patterns are. So, you know, your fire or the WASD and all that, but you can program all your keys to whatever colors you want just so you can be that much faster. Easily, easily so, kind of glance down yeah, and, so and get it, a feel. It's yeah. all right there. So anyways, these are coming to Chromebooks and just the more I wrote this, the more excited I got because you look at all of you just go look at laptops with RGB keyboards 
These are the most powerful, latest, greatest, most cutting edge devices on the market that Asus, uh, it's, uh, it's got a really weird name, um, Tricks or Tris, I don't know, it has an X in it. Uh, <laughs> it uh, go, go to the article, the D2D uh, video that I put in there is Strix. 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 So it's just, Strix. yeah, it's one of their really cool Strix. ones. But the Omen series from HP, which Robbie uh, uncovered, one of those devices is almost guaranteed to be an HT, the, uh, HP. The other one is absolutely a Lenovo device and Lenovo uh, uh, makes the Legion line and Legion is one of the biggest gaming lines in the world they actually I didn't know this till yesterday they are the official partner of uh, Apex Legend, Legends Global Series oh, Esports so yeah they uh, they make a ton of gaming laptops so yeah scroll down the video there I think it's Strix but yeah so in the last couple of years there's been more and more devices with uh, rgb keyboards but they are all still for gaming like you can get that one amd uh, asus we have what is that it has the orange oh, keys yeah, yeah. on it's it. It's a cm5 yeah so it's made to look like a gaming laptop yeah. mm-hmm. it's not um <laughs> so anyways it's really cool it's awesome but and the cool thing is is that it stinks because we still don't have Borealis, a.k.a. Steam on Chrome OS, but it's clear that Google's still very much committed to this, and it feels like the pieces are actually... St- I think Kevin Tofa actually just published an article saying this something to the effect of, yes, of course, or after three years, yes, of course, Google is bringing gaming to Chromebooks or something like that. They've been working on this stuff forever, and now it's all coming together. Uh, game, uh, RGB keyboards, Alder Lake comes out probably later this year. Maybe, hopefully, we have one by the end of the year. I don't know. Alder Lake? Yeah. Oh, sure. no. That's what the HP Dragonflies and Alder Lake. Yeah, was. yeah. So, yeah, we have Alder Lake. Yeah. Alder Lake is. is uh, it's it, We'll have quite a few before the half, half right. point. So, everything's lining up to launch Steam, gaming keyboards, and Alder Lake devices, which will have the even more powerful. GPUs yeah, I think the GPU and, and just stuff, the so. raw clock speed of those is yeah. going to be beneficial for gaming. And, you know, I mean, we're still tracking Chromebooks that will have GPUs. And right. Like like discrete GPUs, not just the one. The yep. good one oh. that Intel has already, there's like discrete GPUs. Yeah, and then too. you have ARM and uh, uh, GT, or RTX. So yeah, NVIDIA so I mean, and ARM, which even if that even if that is dead in the water, the whole merger, I don't think ARM... I don't think MediaTek is going to stop pursuing oh, getting no, their no chips way. working with. I mean, it benefits Nvidia and MediaTek if they do that. You have a device that has a low-powered, battery-sipping CPU and a monster GPU beside it for when you need it. You have an all-in-one, do-everything device. Yeah, you know? I mean, so. especially like we're going to talk about some MediaTek stuff here in a bit, but like you pair up some of these new chips that MediaTek's making with a discrete GPU. It's oh, crazy. Boy. Man, it's yeah. going to make for some sweet stuff. And that's not to take anything away from, uh, like, Alder Lake is going to be an absolute monster yeah. uh, from a performance standpoint uh, just across the board. We're seeing stuff constantly. I keep seeing things like some of the upper-end uh, Alder Lake chips are, are beating the M1 Yeah, Max the i9 beat bunch, the M1, M1X. And a bunch whatever. of different benchmarks and stuff like that. And it just it feels like Intel's kind of, you know, they, I don't know how many more generations they have before ARM does come in and overtake them uh, from uh, a general perspective. Uh, I think it's going to be a while for, on the Windows front. I mean, ARM doesn't seem to be making any any real movement in Windows. No. Um, but it's, 
arm is kind of coming up, I think, and it's going to be holding its own by the end of this year in the Chromebook space for sure. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to, with me, what MediaTek's bringing, and I'm, I think the 7C Gen 3 from Snapdragon uh, is going to be good too. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see the playing field level a little bit in, in the Chrome OS space, but you know, we start talking about GPUs and all that stuff. Like yeah. all these things are just like, like you Co- said, they're just it's lining up. Kind of like coming together. And I'm, right. I'm, I'm so ready to yeah, see this yeah, show up. These Intel chips will have no problem handling most of the games that run on Steam. But when you talk about a device with a discrete GPU and these crazy ARM GPUs that they're using now, I mean, when you use Final Cut, what's, what's doing all the work? The memory and the GPU, yeah. right? You don't need an i9 to run Final Cut. You need an i3 and an i5, and you need a really good GPU. You get a good one of these MediaTek processors that are holding their own against Core i3s and a GTU a GPU from Nvidia. Yeah, you, there's nothing a Chromebook can't do. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I love um, it. So, looking very forward. Yeah. So speaking of <coughs> MediaTek, there this week we had an official announcement. Finally, yeah, it was, was kind of weird. <laughs> kind of weird, um, but we have an official press release and everything from MediaTek announcing the Campagno 1380. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this uh, this actually came out at uh, CES in the Acer Spin 513, mm-hmm. which we have a video uh, of. We have a video yeah, of. We talked about we it. Got our hands. We one did a kind of testing. Th- yeah, eh, we call we it two test. videos. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, was, yeah. Uh, it was tested. Yeah. With some experience, hands-on experience. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So we, we don't have any official benchmarks, and uh, we won't until we get our hands on a, a actual consumer model of this. But uh, just based on what MediaTek is saying and what we've seen in Geekbench, you're talking on par with uh, lower core i chips from Intel. From and we're not talking like Skylake. We're talking like tenth yeah, gen, eleventh gen, tenth eleventh gen. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, they just they they and they made the official announcement of the specs, and it's nothing that we really didn't know, but it was really cool to see them put that out there because uh, they had John Solomon from Google on there uh, talking about how closely they've worked with them, and that we're going to see a lot more devices with this chip in it. Uh, but it has four big cores, and then it has the Mali GPU, the 57 GPU, and uh, it's Wi-Fi six, which is Wi-Fi six and Bluetooth five, which is a big deal because. Even AMD, their last chips that came out were still uh, Bluetooth 4 and Wi-Fi 5. And Wi-Fi 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, the newer uh, small ARM chips that came out did not have uh, Wi-Fi 6. Uh, but now you get the best of all the connectivity because Bluetooth is a struggle for Chrome OS. And everybody's making the shift to Wi-Fi 6. So yeah. this thing does everything. It has a built-in uh, AI um, processor for assistance, not just not just Google, but for yeah. AI assistance and everything. It has everything. It has everything you would need from an SOC. So yeah. And then what was the so the eight twenty eight article you wrote was that from the video? Yeah, that was a different video they just put on their. That YouTube. wasn't part of that no, release. No, that or was I, that popped up in my news feed a few days ago, and I just hadn't published it yet. Uh, they didn't even make an announcement. So a while back, they had announced their 800 series of, of SOCs, which is the 8192, which is what's in that other Acer, um, b- 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 the one that's on their website that we don't have yet. Oh, yeah, it's a Companio 820. Yeah, so 820. Or 828. Yeah, there's, there's a new version of the CM3 convertible that has the 828 in it, and they had put out a press release with some benchmarks comparing it to Intel's Jasper Lake N4500, which is their small dual-core, small-core 
Atom CPU. Was, was yeah, that some of those? In all the education Chromebooks yeah. right now, yeah. the current gen education Chromebooks. Was, was that included on some of those graphs from the Executive Summit, or was that yes. the... Okay. No, that was oh, comparing oh. it to the 4100. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, so the, the dual core. So the stuff we had from the Summit where I was like, man, they're making bold claims, yeah. and we talked about that. That was for the... That was for M4. the N4100, okay. which, again, is, is good. Like yeah. the 4100 we've had... 45. In, uh, 5145. Oh, okay. Pretty so sure. the one yeah. you did was 5100. Yeah, so yeah. what they did is they the infographics in Robbie's article, had, uh, I think it was bold claims from MediaTek, mm -hmm. was comparing it to the dual-core 40... Now I'm confused. 4500. <laughs> yes. Yes. So which that's the it, base level. Yeah. Which, like Jasper Robbie said, like that's that's like you buy a budget device or an EDU device. That's what you get. But what we've learned is that these chips are actually way better than what Atom processors were back in like the Braswell days. Yeah. Like they're, the, they're usable. Yeah. They're usable. The quad core is even better. Uh, I, I check notebook check and they're, they're overall benchmarks. So they run a plethora of benchmarks. Their overall benchmarks has the. 5100 at a 64% better benchmark overall than the 4500. So it's yeah. we we've seen like with Braswell you had the 3060 and the 3160 and they really weren't that different even yeah. though one was quad, one was whatever. The 5100's a stout little chip. It, it runs just we have one at home now and it, it it it's great. Anyway, they have a video on their YouTube channel of the 828 which is their mid-range SoC from MediaTek going head-to-head -head with the 5100 and it doesn't like do better than it it destroys it in a few of the benchmarks and it's i mean one of the big ones is battery life which you kind of expect that out of an arm processor but at the same time even with a mobile phone or whatever if you're doing taxing video stuff your battery gets chewed up really quick they open a uh they do a video call with a screen recorder running and a virtual background. So you've got all that happening. It uh, After one hour, the MediaTek is like 91% and the Intel is like at 83%. So, you know, comparable. Both of those are really respectable. The four and a half hours in, the <laughs> Intel chip is dead. The device shuts down. Yeah. The MediaTek still has 36% left, and it yeah. runs for another, I think, two or two and a half hours. Yeah, I want to say it got almost to seven hours. Yeah, it was six something. So battery life is really, really good while under under duress. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, not it's like they were just poking around the internet. They were running a video chat and a screen recorder. So, uh, but frame rate benchmarks are nearly double on almost everything. Manhattan, G uh, GFX bench, all that. It just, it flat out smacks this thing down, which makes me think that it might hang with the Pentium silver from the, that family, which, which is a nice, is chip. A, the, the 6,000 yeah. is a really good chip. And this is MediaTek's mid range chip. Yeah, this isn't the this is yeah the this is not the thirteen eighty that just came out. This is the mid range chip, and it's also going to be cheaper because it's an ARM SOC. So mm. yeah, and we're holding uh, yeah no fans. Well, you don't have fans on the no, small yeah. core Intel either, but yeah, we're uh, we're hoping to get um, um, Acer has is Acer's the eight twenty eight or eight twenty it's eight twenty eight the one that they announced in October. It's eight twenty eight. Yeah, eight twenty is in that Asus. Yeah. Oh, okay, the, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, we're talking to our people at Acer and hopefully, uh, there's a chance we might get the, the, their 828 Chromebook in here. 
uh, pretty soon. Yeah, we'd that, love to. That's one that's like on their website and stuff already. So it'll be we'll be ready to finally get like we can do tests and and, and run yeah. some stuff. And I can tell you like you can see in our video we did like running some Android games and stuff on the thirteen eighty. And again, it's it's months away from being totally finalized. And dude, it ran games real nice, and it's pushing Saucy. a quad HD screen too. Yeah. It's not like it's pushing a 1080p screen, and it was yeah. Like, I mean, man, and it's, and it's not, and it's not like these are gonna be like, oh, these are hardcore gaming laptops. I mean, the A28 I think peaked out at like 67 frames per second, which that's not like super impressive when you compare it to an Intel gaming laptop. But it's really good for a Chromebook, and in comparison, the Intel uh, device was getting 30 frames per second. Yeah, I mean, which it's is horrible. And you got to remember too, ARM chips are always going to run, at least for now, probably for the years, <laughs> years at this point. Uh, the more ARM chips we get in Chromebooks, the less apt developers going to be to really push, you know, their their applications to work better on Intel-based devices. Right. ARM chips run Android apps better. Yep. Yeah. Period. And and so every Android application you go to run is just going to run a little smoother. Mm-hmm. And MediaTek's been in this thing long enough. Like I, I've said this before on this podcast, but there's there's a really cool thing about like seeing uh PUBG, which has never been officially supported on Chromebooks, like on even, you know, the eighty one eighty three, so the Campanio five hundred, uh, like in the duet, seeing PUBG run pretty poorly on that to begin with, and over time seeing them decide to, you know, make sure that everything's working right, well. Like yeah. to get to ultra frame rates and to get something like the HDR uh graphic settings and stuff. And to know that's a low end chip. Yeah. And it means that it's on some level developers see these chips and, and see legitimacy enough in them to, to develop for them. And so, uh, that's, you and, know, that, and, those and, are cool things. Yeah. And wait, I mean, Google puts out a Chromebook with a tensor chip in it. And then, I mean, who knows, maybe they go the route of uh, white labeling it or whatever, but saw an article today that said, uh, did, did NVIDIA just hand, mm-hmm. uh, Apple the arm race, the, yeah. the GPU race, because if they're, if the, if the deal with, uh, uh, arm doesn't go through with nvidia which i i'm at this point i i, I don't see any way that it's going to our uh, arm chips are still the future but apple's the one that's that's leading that they're charge holding the right, cards now. right now yeah, i mean they really are. as great as great as media tech is i mean the gpus and stuff in these m1 max are insane and media tech and google and whoever else wants to get involved is going to have to put their heads together and figure out how do we get to that point yeah and it's only going to be working together specifically on vertical integrated yeah, stuff exactly. to where exactly. if google if google's going to stick with tensor and that's what they're going to do they could get to that point it's going to yep. take them a few years uh to even get into that realm, realm basically. <laughs> yeah. but you know they have a platform now that they can they can kind of look at it from two platforms like and that's what apple's been doing apple kind of does three so they do you know iphone and ipad which basically the same processors let's be honest um and then they've got their mac now that they're they're moving into arm space google can follow that same exact yeah. pattern mm-hmm. they can really focus on pixel and pixel fold or what a pixel notepad and stuff like that but then they can turn around and focus on chromebooks their chromebooks and again i i stand by what i wrote i really still feel like it's the case i think Google has every intention of, of sharing Tensor with manufacturers. I think so. I, I really do. Like I, I just don't see any any reason they would go and make uh, a chip and just hold it for themselves. Like, yeah, because I mean, let's be honest, it's it, just different. Yeah, if it works and it's working really well, and developers are like, "Hey, we're going to design for this." If there's any company that could drop the cash to build a fab, uh, a forgery, right? Why not? I mean, and even if not, you're just Found- selling foundry. 
foundry forgery foundry, yeah. forgery. we're gonna for- sorry we're gonna for- about, i was thinking about something else. Forge. foundry forge yeah. some chips. but i mean yeah the right now they're white labeling them from samsung yeah. or whatever they're doing but if it if it really got to it what's to stop them from saying hey totally we're gonna build our own factory totally. we're gonna make our yeah. own chips yeah, I mean, it's gosh, a, that would be so cool that's a huge it is you got two companies that do it in the entire world yep so yeah, it's a big undertaking. If that's only, thing. If only Apple, Google had some money. You have to remember, like, look at the position Apple's in. They, they still don't. They don't. Fab know, their yeah. chips. Right, like, right, right. So it's not required in order for you to have a lot of success. Yes, yeah. it's and it's it, not even a money issue. Obviously, like if Apple no, wanted if Apple, to do it, they would do oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. If Apple saw the the resource reason for them to do that, they would they would obviously be fabbing their own chips. Um, the the investment would be super high, and because of the right. way that they're integrated. I just don't know if it makes sense for them because yeah. they're not going to sell. Apple's not going to sell the M1 to anyone else to use. Right. right Apple's right, only right. going to use what? Apple's chips. Whereas Google could fab the Tensor huh. chips and and let other people buy them and use them. Yep. 100%. Here's, here's I wonder your... if there's like a sorry. I wonder if there's like a deep dive explainer video about why there's only two foundries. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. Like I want to learn that. But seriously though, like here's it's, here's it's very complex yeah. to build chips. Here's your your new and phone. Expensive. Your new phone powered by Tensor and then, you know, you're getting a a, a cut or whatever on your your Android licensing. What whatever, yeah, right? You know? yeah. I mean, Google could package that up nice and neat and be great. All right, last thing on Google, um Chromecast rumors we've we've got we've got some fun kind of rumors this week i love yeah. it <laughs> i like it this is, this is what the chromecast is fun for these are the things that we normally just sit around the office and talk about <laughs> now we get to share them with you all so chromecast it looks like we we got maybe a little excited last week two weeks ago it was last week last week thinking that maybe there was going to be a new chromecast that was going to be some like ultra beefy like awesome chromecast maybe gaming focus yeah, maybe like, just actually have an extra little bit of storage storage space. what was the name what's the name of it that, boreal boreal so we we're like Which borealis like gaming borealis. we're like uh that's apparently probably not the case right? none of that stuff's true <laughs> why even use that name when it's that close because they they like this I think entire story I think sometimes they like messing with us stuck in my crawl so bad they, they just they just yeah. like they know that you know us <sighs> and other other tech, you know, commentators are, are gonna do exactly what we just did. They, I think, they like messing with us. That's what it is. Well, I, I hope, fair, I hope Notepad, Bore- I hope Notepad's a joke. Boreal <laughs> is relating to or located in northern regions boreal waters. So, what does that have to do with anything? Well, I mean, what's it's, the it's other? Very crumb, different what's than, the other so Chromecast? So, what's a Borealis? I, Borealis is the ship from Half Life. That's where that came from. Uh, oh, that's Aurora. Yeah, mm. that's Aurora Borealis. Let's see. What does Borealis mean? <laughs> it goes right back to Aurora. Um, I want to say, I, yeah, I think. But what, what's something. their code name for the Chromecast? Though was it Sabrina? Right, Sabrina. Was so the what, first one. So what's Sabrina? I don't know. Because like with teenage what, witch. Yeah. So with their phones. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that. With their phones, you know, you watched it. <laughs> I definitely I so. did. Um, with their phones, they were birds, right? They were, and they may not be with the fold. Maybe I don't know. No, pit pit is it's a bird. Fold. It's a bird. They yeah, we looked. Remember, we looked it up oh, okay. two weeks ago. Yeah. So, what is Sabrina and Boreal? I mean, you said mm. Boreal was a mountain, right? Uh, no, it's like just a, 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 a region. region oh, okay. It's Boreal. So, but anyway, Borealis. That Borealis has to be from Half Life. 
that that is Valve's in-house game series, and there's a ship called the Borealis. That's where that came from. I that know makes it sense. for sure. I know it is. Why use Boreal? Boreal, yeah. boy, I don't even whatever. Because they call like it. they they want to they want to ruffle your feathers. Well, Gabe. it's That's working. <laughs> But yeah, it looks like this is going to be an HD only version of wah, wah. the Chromecast, which so cheaper yeah. and worse. Um, and like, <laughs> like you said, I guess I get it to some degree because there's other streaming dongles out there that have their you know UHD or their 4K, 4K version and then their HD version. Yep. So I guess it makes sense in that regard. But I just like. The, f- the entry-level one, the 4K one, needs some other stuff. Like, yeah. it needs more storage. Yeah. This feels like an unnecessary race to the bottom. <laughs> right. But uh, you know what? They're probably, if the price is right, they're going to sell a boatload of them. And that's yeah. probably, it's probably a market research thing. The price point on the Chromecast's Google TV was maybe just a smidge too high for certain people. It wasn't in that regular Chromecast it's, it's in that, range. Yeah, it's in that range of it's not an impulse buy yeah. for a lot of people. If you see versus, it on the shelf checking well, out of Walmart, bucks, you might not right? grab it. Yeah. yeah. And so for $20, so I mean, yeah. the on 4K right. is 20 bucks. Right. Yeah. They're probably getting their lunch eaten exactly. from these. From those, the Fire Stick, I think it's super cheap yeah. too. Make the a HD U- version. Make a, make a f- uh, HD one for 25 bucks that has 32 gigs of storage. How much? I mean, how much? Come on. Yeah. How much 4K content do you watch on your Chromecast? All Google of TV? it. YouTube. YouTube is the only thing for me. Yeah, because I don't pay for Netflix because there's like one show. On yeah, nothing. Nothing is. Watch. Nothing is 4K. Oh, you don't have 4K Netflix? Mm-mm. Do I? Oh. I don't know. There's not much content have, that's. I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of YouTube TV because they have like the up, upgrade to 4K and there's oh, okay. one channel uh, has one thing on it every. Yeah, because they remember 4K. they label them and they're yeah. like, you want to you want to get this one? You want to upgrade? Huh? No. Yeah, what upgrade? No, I don't. Now, I, I don't do have all. some movies that I've purchased because I yeah. wanted to have them I, there in 4K. But, yes, I have yeah. a couple movies that I've bought, but I'm talking about like your regular daily streaming stuff. Netflix, there's not much. But it's that's 4K. not all ne- not all shows on Netflix are in 4K no. either. Yeah. So. And yeah. honestly, with upscaling and the, like, a lot of times it's hard to tell. Yeah. And so, like, YouTube is total is the side main thing subject. For me. I discovered yeah, I Ro- Roku Live last night. Have you ever seen Roku Live? No, I've heard of it. Hundreds of channels for free. Huh? Just free. Some of them are dead. It's kind of like uh, Philo. Some of them are dedicated just to a specific show. But they're there's like, do they have ads? Is it ad supported though? Yeah. yeah. So they're just like, watch our ads. You but can it's watch live. You want. They have live news and stuff too. I'm just like, I'll be darned. This is insane. Huh? huh. Roku yeah. Live. But anywho, it looks like this thing is, uh, yeah, not going to you be know what, the real, what we thought it the was going to be. The real jab would be is if they put 16 or 32 gigs of storage in it. Oh, my gosh. It. Well, what if they rolled out at the same time? Maybe they roll out a Chromecast with Google TV, regular one, that has an upgraded yeah, storage. It's, and that's it. And then, hey, now you have this one or this one. Great. That'd uh, be cool. You know that. what? All the buyers, I'm pointing to myself, that bought the original one would be real pissed about that. I know. That. Yep, 100%. Especially if they sell at the same price, be like, like those guys with the uh, what's what's uh, what's Mevo's more expensive uh, flight? Yeah, you know, the flight uh, flight scope. Flight, I don't even X. Yeah, flight X scope. Yeah, that's right. Whatever no, flight scope is the company. Is, yeah, yeah. Whatever their ten thousand, seven thousand uh, dollar yeah. golf yeah. launch monitor is now, the Mevo Plus guys are getting fusion tracking. Yeah, they're gonna storm on the their Citadel. two thousand dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. None of y'all know. Go so, Google that since none of y'all know what we're talking since, about. Since, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I will be aggravated if they come out with a fifty dollar thirty two sixty four gig yeah. Chromecast. Yeah, because man, I'll I, just mine go. runs out of storage all the time. And oh yeah, I've had that. to. And I, I totally, last week I did. Yeah, I totally something. get it that there are ways to get around that. But what average consumer is going to go to the trouble of it's so hooking dumb. up a? a I've a, thought about doing ridiculous. it because it's. I've had to delete stuff like <clears throat> not regularly, but 
pretty wreck. Like it seems like it's just an it's ongoing happened issue. More, it's happened yeah. to me more than once. It's an ongoing issue. I don't have much on mine, and yeah. that's and well, we have the bit. Roku TV, which has an app store. We've installed like Paramount Plus and Disney Plus on the Roku simply because we were out of room on the. Which is such a fail. I mean, to, for how cheap it is to go from eight to sixteen gigs of whatever type of storage they have in there, it's so we're talking cents. Yeah, and maybe to a build dollar. A, a, to build a device that's sole purpose in life is to be a streaming hub for streaming apps. You had yep. to have known it was going to need more storage than that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah, for sure. It's super frustrating. At least own it. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> but now, uh, now they're in a spot where even fixing it. Maybe makes the problem worse. I don't. All the millions yeah. of people yeah. that have bought. Yep. Uh, just, That's why there's mm. a bunch of smart people sitting in a boardroom at Google figuring this out. Hopefully. Hmm. All right, uh, I think that's uh, I think that's it for today for today's episode. I will mention because um, I'm looking at looking at it in front of me. We've got a review that's coming out soon. Uh, yeah. That uh, we we're, we're we're starting to churn out some of these reviews of uh, you know CX9. Um, I'm so, yeah CX9. This one CX5400. CX5400. I always I don't know why I get struggle with that. I want to say CX5. Uh, but yeah, we've got, we've got a review that's coming. Stay tuned. Uh, we'll probably, I'm going to get it done before the end of the day. Might give it out, give it out to patrons a little early. Let them get a little sneak peek. But, uh, but yeah, stay tuned on YouTube. Definitely got some cool stuff coming out there, but all right. I think that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We'll catch you all next week. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.